At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Welcome into the Green Zone, presented by BetMGM. I'm Brady Cannon, live at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook here on a Saturday afternoon. My partner, Wes Reynolds, is inside the VEASAN studio in downtown Las Vegas at the Circa Resort and Casino as we get ready to take you through the next three hours of updates, previews, and in-game wagering opportunities. Mr. Reynolds, let's begin on the Diamonds. We have a couple of games in progress. The Seattle Mariners continue their series in the Bronx against the Yankees, and the Yankees have been hot. They've won four in a row, seven out of their last ten, make that eight out of their last ten, and they're just five and a half games back now in the American League East. The Seattle Mariners have been a little bit cold. They have lost three straight and seven out of their last ten, and they've fallen to four and a half games back in the wild card race. Today it is Chris Flexen getting the start against the newly acquired Andrew Heaney for the pinstripers. Yanks went off as a minus 210 favorite here at BetMGM with a total of 10.5. And And for the first half of the game, it's been all Seattle. Yeah, Chris flexing for Seattle now uh, into the sixth inning. He's flexing on him, as they say, because he's only given up (laughs) one earned run and has struck out seven. Four to one Seattle. Yankees got a little bit of news today that Aroldis Chapman with an elbow issue inflammation is going to go on the injured list. So now... 
some restructuring obviously needed in the bullpen for this organization. Chapman had a shaky outing last time out, so that just came out this morning. How long he's going to be on that injured list, uh, time is going to tell. But Yankees currently behind. And look, the Yankees, like you said, are making a run. It's not just them. It's also the Boston Red Sox kind of coming back to them a little bit. So, you know, now is the time where you want to get healthy. Obviously, Rizzo and Gallo have paid off at least early on in terms of being in the lineup. No hits between the two of them today. But Mariners leading 4-1. to one. Mariners still five games above 500, despite the fact they have that massive run differential in the negative. But so far, so good for Seattle. We go to the top of the six in the stadium, 4-1 to one Mariners. And right now your in-game total is at 9, and the total prior to the game beginning was 10.5, so adjusted to the under there. Again, the in-game total at 9, and the Seattle Mariners on the live line on the money line, minus 550. Now the Yankees obviously trailing by four runs here, but plus 350 on the money line, and they were minus 210 favorites before this one went to first pitch. In the Battle of the Windy City, the Southsiders versus the Northsiders at Wrigley Field round two today of the White Sox versus the Cubs, and the White Sox got it done in extra innings on Friday. The White Sox lead the NL Central, but they've been playing under 500 baseball since the All-Star break. The Cubs have lost two in a row and eight out of their last ten. Today, getting the start, it was Carlos Rodon against Adbert Alzale, and the Pale Hose closed as road favorites, minus 185 on the money line, with a total of eight and a half, and right now the Chicago White Sox out to a 2 nothing lead, Wes. Carlos Rodon uh, through two innings has five strikeouts. So 34 pitches, two innings, only giving up one hit. Uh, the double by Moncada in the first inning is responsible for the two runs. So uh, still top of the third here at Wrigley Field. Uh, Cubs at least look like they took a little bit of money just looking at the market because that price dropped a little bit. But Rodon still a big favorite, 185, 190 was basically like market consensus today, and so far so good. Two nothing White Sox. Two to nothing White Sox in the top of the third inning, and they are currently at bat. The adjusted in-game total down to seven and a half, down a run from where it was prior to first pitch. And the White Sox on the live line on the money line at minus five hundred. Your take back on the Cubs is plus three thirty-three. I want to go back to the Yanks real quick, Wes. What kind of chance do you give them to pick up a wild card or that division? You mentioned the loss of Chapman to the injured list. Obviously, they acquire uh, um, Joey Gallo and, uh, God, the name is escaping me Anthony from the Chicago Rizzo. Cubs. Yep. Anthony Rizzo. So an upgrade, and that has paid dividends. But then the loss of Chapman in the bullpen, it's almost like two, te- uh, two steps forward, one step back. Right. And, and, and look, a lot of this is predicated on the Red Sox that have uh, really kind of fallen back a little bit. We've been waiting to see if that pitching was going to hold up. It is not. And the one guy that, that was holding up was Nathan Eovaldi, who had a horrible fifth inning. It was 2 nothing going into the bottom of the fifth, and he ended up giving up seven runs last night. So Red Sox pitching staff in a little bit of trouble right now. Welcome back into the Green Zone. For those of you just joining us, it is the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. Brady Cannon with you live at the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook here on the Strip in fabulous Las Vegas, Nevada. My partner Wes Reynolds is in downtown Las Vegas at the fabulous Circa Resort and Casino as we take you through all the action for your Saturday, August the 7th. And Wes, let's take a look at the golf leaderboard. It was Harris English as your 36-hole leader. He was the overnight favorite 
favored at about plus 275 at 13 under par. And a couple shots back, you had Abraham Answer and Cameron Smith. They were both in the neighborhood of plus 650. And then one guy you're on, Scotty Scheffler, was at 10 under par. He was at plus 750 heading into today. And then another guy that I'm on, Louis Oosthuizen, started the day at 9 under par. And he was trading at about 10 to 1. And if you look at the leaderboard now, it's still English in the lead. But he's been caught by Abraham Answer, who is now tied with him at 13 under par. Yeah, and right now, Louis Oosthuizen uh, threw 7 holes, 3 under on his round. He is 4 to 1. Harris English uh, tied with Abraham Answer at 13 under par. They are at 9 to 2. My pursuers are Scotty Scheffler, as you said, 9 to 2. He is one back. Cameron Smith at 9 to 1. He's got a long par save, though, here at the fifth. Of course, he had 18 putts, had a chance to finish 18 holes with 17 putts yesterday, but the birdie came up short. So 18 putts and 18 holes yesterday. So I was worried about a little bit of regression, but he is hanging in there so far. He's got a long par save. He had to, uh, uh, hit a chip there that came up well short. So he is currently drifted up to nine to one. He is through four holes. Bryson DeChambeau also on the leaderboard at plus 650 right now. So that is 13 to two. Bryson DeChambeau at 11 under par. Ian Poulter has also joined the group at 12 under par. And his current price at BetMGM is 12 to one. And then you've got a big drop off down to Daniel Berger at 28 to one. Will Zalatoris and Terrell Hatton at 40 to one. Dustin Johnson at 50 to one. So just uh, recapping that leaderboard, it is answer in English at 13. Ustazen, Scheffler, Poulter, Cameron Smith at 12 under par. Bryson DeChambeau at 11 under par. Low man in the clubhouse right now is Hideki Matsuyama with the 64. Did just make bogey on 18. He is at 9 under. And then Terrell Hatton, Billy Horschel, and Will Zalatoris also at 9 under. From what we have seen here this weekend in Memphis, Tennessee, Wes, again, it is the WGC FedEx St. Jude Invitational. Going into next weekend, it's the Wyndham Championship in Greensboro, North Carolina, and that will be the final event for players to get into the top 125 on the FedEx Cup points list, which will get them into the postseason, the FedEx Cup playoffs. Anything that you've seen this weekend that is forecasting for next week and maybe possible plays that you will make at the window? Well, all of these guys that are in the FedEx St. Jude are pretty much in. Uh, the, you know, there's a couple guys that don't play full-time on the PGA Tour. Obviously, if they get a win, they get an exemption. Some of the guys that are more play more internationally at least a little bit but all these guys that are at the top like answer english who's and scheffler those guys are all going to be in a scotty scheffler just misses a birdie at number five that would have tied him for the lead so really when you look brady the barracuda championship which is the old reno tahoe open they're playing this at Truckee, california that's the one you got to look at for guys that really got to make up FedEx Cup points against a downfield, stable for scoring, a lot of birdies. So haven't looked at the field at the Wyndham yet uh, for next week. But, you know, a lot of these guys that are kind of on the bubble are going to be playing uh, this event. I was just looking at the Barracuda leaderboard. Some of these guys that are on the first page, like Scott Piercy, like Scott Harrington, like Eric Von Royen, like Ben Taylor, these guys are all outside the 125 here. And those are the guys that really got to get moving a little bit as Cameron Smith does make a long par putt. So he'll stay at 12 under par through five holes. Just one back of the leaders, Harris English and Abraham Answer. 
Yeah, and I believe one of the guys you were on for the Barracuda Championship is doing pretty well right now at plus 27. Again, those are Stableford points, so plus 27 in a normal tour event would be pretty bad, but this is pretty good, good enough for second place up in Truckee, California, and that is Adam Shank, the Purdue, mm-hmm. uh, Purdue Boilermaker. I believe you were on him for a futures bet, correct? Yeah, I have him currently second. He had 19 points yesterday, so he is in the final group this afternoon with Emiliano Grillo, who is the leader at 29 points Joel Damon who is at 26 points so they're the final group today but basically if you watch this event at the Barracuda year after year you're going to need about 40 some points uh, toward the end of the round on Sunday total to really be in this thing although Richie Wierenski won this last year at 39 points and by the way Richie Wierenski not too far outside of it he's at 19 points so he is in the top 10 so maybe he can go for a repeat but right now Emiliano Grillo top of the board 12 points in round one, 17 points in round two for a total of 29. So uh, Grillo, uh, you know, safely in the rider or in the, uh, excuse me, the FedEx Cup standings. He was 42nd. He would be 28th if he finished first today. So Grillo's a guy that's Mr. Consistency, but doesn't always get at home because he's very shaky with the putter. But this is the week. Look, shoot at flags because you're rewarded for birdies and eagles here a lot more so than you're penalized for pars. So that's the name of the game at the Barracuda. Let's switch back to the Diamonds West just now getting underway. It's the Blue Jays and the Red Sox in Toronto. And the contenders in the American League East still hanging around are the Red Sox and the Blue Jays. The Red Sox have really been struggling. They've dropped two straight and eight out of their last ten. They're now two and a half games back in the division. Blue Jays are only six and a half back in the division and two and a half games back in the wild card race. This was Nick Pavetta facing Robbie Ray as far as your starters today and Toronto went off as a big favorite and I think it's really indicative of the struggles that Boston has been going through as of late here at BetMGM minus 195 on the Blue Jays with a total of just seven yeah a double dip here in Toronto for the Red Sox and the Blue Jays and basically what you've seen in both games are getting bet the same way and that's the Boston Red Sox getting faded and also the under being bet in both games. This is close, I believe, seven minus a dollar twenty to the under here at BetMGM. It is Nick Pavetta and Robbie Ray in the first of the doubleheader, and Robbie Ray closed one ninety-five. I think he was about one sixty-five, one seventy in the overnight. So twenty-five cent move on the Blue Jays, and then the second game today, which starts at four oh seven Pacific, seven oh seven Eastern time. That is Hauk against Jose Barrios, and Barrios has taken the money. It was one fifty in the overnight. 165 now at BetMGM, seven juice to the under at minus 125. So look, the Red Sox, I still think the Blue Jays are too far back. I still think they're a 2022 team, and we've discussed that a few times here on this program, Brady. But all of a sudden, the Red Sox, you look at them, two and a half back at Tampa Bay, and we talked about that wildcard chase. The two teams that would be in that wildcard spot would be the Boston Red Sox and the Oakland A's. Oakland A's uh, uh, basically a half game ahead of the New York Yankees, but We talked about the Yankees, you know, if they can kind of stay on this hot streak and weather the storm a little bit with the role this Chapman now going to the injured list with elbow inflammation. Are the Red Sox going to just come back to him, though? I don't know. Maybe the Yankees aren't going to have to go get them. So the Red Sox, uh, in a bad way, they have not been hitting well of late. The pitching has started to become poor. Nadia Ovaldi was their most consistent guy, I think, throughout the year. And he just got absolutely smacked around last night by the Blue Jays. It was 2 nothing bottom of the fifth. Gave up seven runs in that bottom of the fifth. Uh, so 
very much a struggle here for the Red Sox pitching staff. They're trying to get Chris Sale back. I think the earliest they said they would get him back is the 12th of this month, but he hasn't exactly been killing it in his rehab starts, so we'll see when he comes back. Uh, but speaking of comeback, Yankees uh, at least making a start of a comeback with Odor with a two-run shot that scores himself and Giancarlo Stanton. Now bottom of the six, nobody out. Four to three, Mariners lead the Yankees. Chris Flexen approaching that 100-pitch mark. Yeah, it was a great piece of hitting by Odor as well. Went down to get it. It wasn't a bad pitch at all by Flex, and he went down to get it, and really a golf shot that got over that short porch in right field at Yankee Stadium. And as you mentioned, now 4-3, to three, just a one-run deficit all of a sudden for New York, and this is in the bottom of the sixth inning. Still just one out in the inning, and the bases are cleared there by Odor, and now your in-game total back to 11. And all of a sudden, we were talking about that at the open of the show West, the uh, Seattle Mariners were minus 550 on the in-game money line, and the take back on the Yankees, I believe, was around plus 350. Now, all of a sudden, plus 110. So maybe if you jumped on that plus three, uh, thr- plus 350 on the Yankees there in the fifth inning, you're sitting pretty right now. As uh, we've gone to a commercial break, yeah, I don't know if they're going to run to the showers. So is he done? We'll see who the replacement is because it went to break here, but. He went through five innings, uh, did give up this two-run homer, had seven strikeouts, so he's still in position for the win right now. By the way, Andrew Heaney still in the game for the Yankees here. He has now uh, pitched six innings, 109 pitches. I don't expect Heaney's going to return for a seventh inning, but Chris Flexen now has been replaced. We're going to have battle of the bullpens here starting in the sixth inning. Top of the fourth inning at Wrigley Field in Chicago, and the Chicago White Sox still leading the Cubs two to nothing. They have moved to minus five fifty favorites on the money line. The take back on the Chicago Cubs up a tick to plus three sixty. They've got two outs in the top of the fourth inning. No change on that score. Again, two to nothing in favor of the White Sox. West, we've got UFC coming up tonight. Later in the program, we'll talk college football. We'll talk NFL. Of course, we'll keep everybody updated on the in-game progress as far as major. Major League Baseball and the PGA Tour. Did you do anything as far as the UFC card in Houston tonight, or have you done anything yet? Yeah, I'm going to be looking to do something. I've been uh, basically kind of behind catching up a little bit with all the Olympic stuff and then the prep for football, but I probably will have something uh, on this card tonight. It's just, you never get a break with the UFC. They never like take a weekend off. So, uh, (laughs) I mean, you know, fight fans love that. Me, not necessarily so much, but you know, I've been looking a little bit. It's interesting that Pedro Munoz in the co-main event is getting is getting bet here because Jose Aldo was a little bit of a bigger favorite. So they are fading the old man, Jose Aldo, although he's not that old. He seems old like in fight years, though. So Pedro Munoz uh, is taking the action. Cyril Gahn still a big favorite over Derek Lewis. Uh, I expect that. You know, the sports books are probably going to need Cyril Gaon, actually, even though he's a big favorite. You would think, okay, undefeated fighter, he's in every parlay. But Derek Lewis is a guy that's a pretty popular fighter, pretty charismatic, a guy that, you know, when we were talking about Lou Finicaro, he is a mixed martial artist, but he's not, like, well-rounded in terms of skill-wise. He's a guy that stands and bangs and wants to knock you out. You can absolutely out-wrestle him and kind of smother him a little bit when he's on the bottom position. He doesn't really have a submission game, per se, so, you know, he gets on, you know, it's kind of like, okay, I'm just hopeful that the referee is going to think that the guy on top is stalling and they're going to stand us back up again. So Derek Lewis probably is going to be an underdog, I would guess. And we'll talk about 
about that with Mike Peranio later on in the show from the BetMGM perspective. But I guess a fair amount of books are getting a lot of Derek Lewis tickets because he's the more known commodity and he's at a big price here. And obviously this is a step up for Cyril Gaon being in the main event here, which is essentially for the interim heavyweight belt now that Francis Ngannou he and UFC kind of reached an impasse here. They wanted him to fight at a certain time, and he said he was going to be ready at a certain time. So this is actually going to be for the interim heavyweight title. Derek Lewis, by the way, lives in Houston, Texas, where this card is tonight. So, you know, hometown guy, big price is an underdog. I would expect a lot of tickets on Derek Lewis tonight. Yeah, I think your prediction is accurate. You mentioned the hometown angle there, and he's got that huge one-punch ability to take Cyril Gaon out with one shot. And, of course, casual bettors like to turn a little money into a lot, and that's what you can do with Derek Lewis at plus 280. Uh, and you mentioned Lou Finicaro, the conversation we've had on VEASAN with him throughout the week on a number of different programs. He feels that Gaon is the rightful favorite and the better fighter here, but I agree with you. I think bettors like that, uh, that possibility of just one big punch that could win the fight and cause a big payday for people that are backing Derek Lewis. We'll get a little further into the undercard there in the next segment as we roll on here on the green zone. Back to the World Golf Championship in uh, Memphis, Tennessee. Abraham Answer still tied with Harris English. Answer threw six holes at 13 under par. English threw five holes at 13 under par. Louis Ustazen, Scotty Scheffler, and Cameron Smith all a shot back at 12 under par. You mentioned the Olympics there, Wes, taking away from your ability to handicap the UFC. And I know you've been all over the Olympics, a big fan of the four-year tradition there. And, of course, we saw Team USA take the gold medal over France, avenging that loss that they had in pool play over the French team. And then also Nelly Korda gets the gold medal for the USA in the women's golf side. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, right now, by the way, if you took the under on the USA gold medals, because uh, I was asking this last night, it opened like 46, 46 and a half and got down to uh, 42 and a half or like 43, 43.25, depending on your book. Uh, uh, thank credit to Fezzik for pointing that out to me, but was kind of looking at what the gold medal count was going to be. It is going to be an under for Team USA. Probably the biggest disappointment overall for Team USA is for the first time in Olympic history, you did not have an individual male on Team USA win an individual male, male track event. They did win the 4x400 relay the, uh, earlier tonight, and they also won a, a field event, but Nobody got a gold medal in the 100. Nobody got a gold medal in the 200 or the 400 or the 800, on and on and on. And usually they have very good jumpers. Didn't get medals there, especially not gold ones. So you are going to see an under. Right now the medal count is 38 to 36 for gold medals for China against USA, who's going to win the total gold, the total medals all around going away, especially the women's side have really carried the load here. But USA, I think, can catch them a little bit, assuming the women tonight handle their business and win the gold medal for basketball. And then volleyball, women's volleyball, also in the gold medal round. So it's really going to come down to boxing, Brady. And USA boxing is not what it was in 1984, where they had all those gold medalists, albeit the Eastern Bloc countries did boycott in Los Angeles in 84. But it's not the old days with boxing. Uh, the last gold medalist, I believe, that Team USA had was Andre Ward, the former middleweight champion of the world. And that was back in 2004. So it's been a drought, but two possible candidates. Candidates tonight going for gold for Team USA. 
Yeah, not the days of Sugar Ray Leonard and Muhammad Ali no. and Oscar De La Hoya and that type of thing. But, uh, yeah, Andre Ward, I think, was the last gold medalist for the USA. By the way, the New York Yankees drive a ball to deep right field, out to the warning track, spins around the Seattle outfielder, and drops just off of the side of his glove. I don't know if they'll call that a hit or an error, but the Yankees have a runner at third, still only one down, and they trail the Mariners 4-3 to three by one run in the bottom of the sixth inning. We'll be back to take a look at the rest of that UFC card when we return right here on the Green Zone presented by BetMGM. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With football season just around the corner, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. 
Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you inside the Green Zone presented by BetMGM right here at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino inside the Race and Sportsbook. They'll glad you, gladly get you signed up for a BetMGM account right here. Stop by and say hello when you sign up. Wes is downtown at the Circa Resort and Casino, a great app over there as well, the friends of ours at Circa. And Wes, we've got a tie ball game in the Bronx. DJ LeMayhew with a pinch hit ground roll double to drive in that runner from third base and it's now four apiece between the Yankees and the Mariners. The Yankees have struck for three runs here in the bottom of the sixth inning and still only one out, a runner at second base in LeMahieu. So the Yankees really putting up a charge here in the bottom of the sixth inning and Seattle in danger of losing their fourth straight game. Of course, Toronto and the Boston Red Sox now underway and that battle in the American League East continues. Let's move over to the UFC 265 from here. Houston, Texas. We touched briefly on the main event, Derek Lewis and Cyril Gaon, and Gaon, a big favorite there in the neighborhood of minus 360, the take back on Lewis at about plus 280. And uh, I understand the public's affinity for taking a shot with Lewis, who can knock you out with one punch. Um, But I went to the over in the rounds, and this was, again, a play recommended by our friend Lou Finicaro. I went over three and a half rounds, and right there where you are at Circa, you can get plus money on that. I got it at plus 125. I was looking at other stores, and I saw the round total at four and a half. So I was pretty happy to be able to go over three and a half there at Circa. Yeah, exactly. If you're betting Derek Lewis here, I know that money line is pretty juicy, but just take him to win by knockout here. This is a guy that has never gone the distance in a five-round fight. So, you know, you you don't, I think, want to say, okay, well, I'm betting him to win. He's going to win by a decision. Just play the knockout because that is his only way to win this fight. I don't see him getting a decision over, over gone here. Gone should really get the... Uh, the majority of the minutes in the fight, uh, but you worry about the chin being chested or tested because he is nine and zero. He's never absorbed power from a guy like Derek Lewis, so I can kind of understand, okay, why people might think Lewis is a live dog. But nevertheless, Derek Lewis is a guy that I think maybe could get taken down a lot by Cyril here, and he's the more technical fighter than Lewis. Advantages athleticism, cardio, speed, obviously wrestling. Lewis only 52% on takedown defense. That is not a great number. So that's what I was talking about last segment where it's like, okay, he may get put on his back here. And if he's put on his back, there's just not much he's going to be able to do without much of a submission game. Well, let's hope he can last longer than three and a half rounds. The Yankees get a base hit. LeMahieu moves over to third base. He does not score on the line shot to right field. Uh, So now runners at first and third, and Anthony Rizzo is at the plate for the Yankees, still tied in a 4-4 ball game in the bottom of the sixth with just one out. Jose Aldo and Pedro Munoz, you mentioned this fight in the segment prior, and I think you nailed it where Aldo just seems to be old in fight years. He's had a lot of action over the years, but again, our friend Gam Blue pointed out that Munoz is actually the older fighter, yes. and I was surprised to hear that, but I did actually, I'm one of those guys that is fading Munoz here, and I did play Aldo at minus 120. Well, I think if uh, if at this point you've lost a little number value on Munoz, maybe you might want to target it in terms of in of in-fight, you know, between rounds, because When you look at Aldo, I think his best chance is to win this early in the fight. I think the deeper it goes, 
is where I think he could be in trouble because that's where the cardio and the durability is going to kick in. That absolutely favors Pedro Munoz. Both guys, very good takedown defense. So you would expect this is going to stay on the feet. Jose Aldo with that five-inch reach, he'll be able to maybe check those Munoz leg kicks. But I think the deeper the fight goes, it's going to favor Munoz. Uh, so that's what you're concerned about with Aldo. If, 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 you know, he's going to try to finish this early, but I think if this is kind of one of those grinder decisions where it gets into round three and whatnot, then Aldo maybe could be in trouble with cardio. One more fight to take a look at, and that is Michael Chiesa against Vincente Luque. We'll get to that on the other side and also take a look at some college football season win totals as we continue here inside the Green Zone presented by BetMGM on VSIN, the sports betting network. College football betting guide is here. Start your football season out on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 or start that free trial, all-access trial today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you back inside the green zone here presented by BetMGM and the Yankees have the lead, Wes. Uh, it was uh, another um, player gotten a rundown and that runner that was on third base, LeMahieu, was able to come in and score and give the pinstripers the lead 5-4 to four now over the Seattle Mariners. They've scored four runs in the bottom of the sixth inning. The Mariners are finally able to get out of the inning and now at the dish in the top of the seventh and one, one out now as we've got a new pitcher for the Yankees as they currently lead 5-4 to four. and it was just what 30 minutes ago when we came on the air the Yankees were plus 350 on the live line and now they're a minus 450 favorite in the live market West and your total all the way back to 11 and a half. Yeah so uh, Seattle they got that or they got that two run home around the Yankees did off Chris Lexon and then a big inning there now in the bottom of the six, four runs. So we'll see what the bullpen can do. Holmes on now in uh, middle relief for the Yankees, five to four, one out in the top of the seven for Seattle. So uh, we mentioned Chapman, of course, on that 10 day injured list. So we'll see who's going to be closing today in the other game uh, on the uh, North side of Chicago, Chicago White Sox, two to nothing over the Cubs, just two hits allowed by Carlos Rodon, who has nine strikeouts, only 60 pitches. And he's already in the fifth inning. So Carlos Rodon, when you're talking about maybe AL Cy Young, I know Lance Lynn's getting a lot of the buzz, but Carlos Rodon is right there. Yeah, absolutely. Both for the Chicago White Sox, by the way. I wanted to play the under in this game, and I saw the two runs on the board in the first inning. I missed it before they went to first pitch. I saw those two runs on the board. I said, oh, maybe I'm glad I missed it. Maybe I'm not so glad now as they're into the top of the fifth inning, and it's still two to nothing. Let's talk about that other fight on the main card for UFC 265 that we did not yet get to, and that is Michael Chiesa against Vincente Luque. This one is priced similar to Aldo and Munoz. 
Chiefs, and I took a shot with Kiesa here. I think I got him at about minus 110, Wes. Are you on this one as well? Yeah, I like Michael Kiesa as well. I think with Luke, about 65% on the takedown defense, but he really hasn't been tested against high-level grapplers, which Michael Kiesa is. Now, Michael Kiesa, that's basically the part of his game that's his, his strength is obviously his wrestling. So he's really excellent in that wrestling. He's maybe not the best striker, doesn't have that, the best game from that standpoint. Luke, meanwhile, is a little bit more of a brawler type. So Kiesa, I don't think, wants to get into that type of firefight necessarily. Kiesa, I think, wants to take him down, try to work for submissions, get him on the ground and basically out-wrestle him, close the distance, and go with the takedown. Because Luke, if this is a fight that's at range, if this is like a brawl or a boxing match, Luke certainly has the advantage. But I think Kiesa, Kiesa's really big, by the way, at this weight. So I think that there is going to be a size advantage here in his favor at welterweight. He's a very big welterweight, so he can maybe overpower Luke and just kind of get in close, get him against the cage, try to grapple, go for that single leg, go for the trip, get a takedown, and try to control him on the ground. And that's where I think the fight is going to play out. So I do like Michael Chiesa in this spot. All right, let's switch over to college football here while we have a couple of minutes and look at some season win totals for some of the marquee teams in the game. Oklahoma, the Sooners, their win total is at 11. If you want to go over that, it's minus 120. If you want to go under that, it's even money. LSU at 8.5, North Carolina at 9.5, the Clemson Tigers at 11.5. If you're going over, you're betting on them going undefeated. Same thing with Alabama, their win total at 11 and a half and over is minus 105 under is the favorite at minus 115 and then the Georgia Bulldogs at 10 and a half over that is minus 125 under is plus 105 anything jump out to you of those listed there Wes nothing that I've bet yet but if I was going to do this because I did write the ACC conference preview for the VSIN college football betting guide which is available now you can get it vsin.com so I looked at Clemson, and I kind of leaned to the under there. I don't think that they are going to go undefeated. I think they actually might get beat the first week of the season, and that's against the Georgia Bulldogs. So that's something I will be taking Georgia in the points and getting all the number that I can get. Because, look, this is a little bit of a transition, I think, for Clemson. However, when you look at the Tigers, they don't really they, – they play, I believe, one team that had a winning record in the conference last year. They're not going to be done in the college football playoff if they lose in game one. Toughest game on the schedule probably in the ACC would be NC State on the road. But like I said, they only faced one team in conference play that had a winning conference record in the ACC last year. So, you know, I could only look to the under here. I could not necessarily look at the under because, like you said, you're essentially betting them to go undefeated. Alabama, kind of a little bit of the same scenario, although they should handle Miami in week one. But you're basically betting on them to go undefeated. And you obviously have a new quarterback in Bryce Young. So you do have personnel. Now, with these talented teams, the Clemsons of the world, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, et cetera, that's that old cliche. They don't rebuild. They reload. And they absolutely will. But you have new starters at quarterbacks for all these teams. Uh, new starter, uh, DJ Uangale, who uh, did start at Notre Dame, and I thought played very well, despite the fact that they lost that game. Bryce Young at Alabama at Ohio State's going to be JT Shroud. So you're going to have all these new quarterbacks, and maybe early in the season, these are the teams that could be gettable where they're in a lot more competitive games than they would normally ordinarily be. So 
Clemson under might have a little bit of appeal to me. I like North Carolina, but I think nine and a half probably is about right. So that's a stay away for me as of now. I, uh, to your point, kind of like the Georgia Bulldog number here at 10 and a half, and I would probably lean towards the over on that, over 10 and a half wins at minus 125, because if they lose that initial game to Clemson, you're still okay. But if they win it, you're really in a good spot. So I might go that way with Georgia. And again, I haven't bet this, but that's the way I would. It's kind of along the same lines as your Clemson bet. I would kind of go the other way with the Bulldogs. Yeah, and we know Georgia obviously has the cocktail part game in Jacksonville against Florida so they will have that all the time but Georgia is the team I'm a little bit higher on them than I think a lot of people are I think that they are right up there this might be the year they finally break through and get in that playoff again We'll see if it can happen. Of course, they will have to possibly deal with the Alabama Crimson Tide once again in the SEC Championship. You mentioned the cocktail party. Florida's an interesting club. Will they be up or down versus what they did last season? We'll come back and we'll talk some NFL as we roll on here through the Green Zone presented by BetMGM on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.
fearlessly on your favorite sports with a risk-free first wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Just sign up using the bonus code VEASAN600 and get in the game with the king of sportsbooks. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the promo code VEASAN600 to make your first bet risk-free up to $600. It's a new customer offer, paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, Washington, D.C., or West Virginia only. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Washington, D.C., 1-800-270-7117 in Michigan, 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia, 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa, in Tennessee, 800-889-9789, and in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The promotional offer is not available in Nevada. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you back inside the Green Zone presented by BetMGM and Abraham Answer and Harris English maintaining that one-shot lead atop the leaderboard at the WGC FedEx St. Jude at 13 under par. Answer is through eight holes, two under par on the day. Harris English at even par on his round through seven holes, again at 13 under par. And Scotty Scheffler has joined the party at 12 under, Wes. Louis Eustazen, Bryson DeChambeau, Scotty Scheffler, and Ian Poulter all at 12 under par. Two the Yankees shot still leading. No. Sorry, two shot sorry. lead? Yeah, two what shot. I was just going to say two shot lead now as we were coming back on the air. Abraham answer with the birdie to get to 14 under. He is through nine. Harris English also matches him on the whole prior. So he is now through eight, 14 under par. So two shot lead for these pair. Both now at three to one here at BetMGM. Abraham answer, by the way, still looking for that first win on the PGA Tour officially. He has won a couple times around the world, but, you know, a player just outside the top 20, we know this guy's got the game, just hadn't gotten the official win. This would be a big one to get. Bryson DeChambeau taps in for Bard there at the 11, so he is plus 450 right behind these guys. Scotty Scheffler plus 550 at 12 under par. Louis Ustazen, 7-1. to one. He is also at 12 under par. Cam Smith gave one back, so he is now three shots astray of the leader, but he is at 14-1 to one at BetMGM. Very good. My screen is just now updated, and indeed, answer and English to 14 under par, and that's a heck of a birdie for Harris English. It was on a par three, the eighth hole, and I want to say he was a good 25, 30 feet from the cup there. Didn't see the putt, but that had to be a long bomb for Harris English to maintain that lead with Abraham answer. All right, let's talk some NFL division previews here, and I want to start in the NFC West. I think this is arguably the most competitive, if not the very best division in the NFL. NFL. The Arizona Cardinals are picked to finish last in this division by the odds makers, just according to the prices, Wes. And I tell you, I, I think it speaks to how good this division is. The Arizona Cardinals might be the best team in some other divisions in the NFL. Yeah, absolutely. This is the best division, I think, in the National Football League. I think four very solid teams here. Arizona offense is going to be dynamite. But can they get stops defensively? And that's what you're you're kind of concerned with. And that's why they're ranked at the bottom because they haven't proven yet that they can do that. But they can score plenty of points. Seattle, you know, steady Eddie team. Russell Wilson back, uh, you know, has some decent weapons around him, but doesn't have a really good offensive line in front of him. And I don't know if Seattle really did enough to upgrade that offensive line per se uh, going into the season. So that's why... I'm a little lukewarm. I'm a little bit of a hold. I don't want to be a total seller, but I'm not a total buyer on this team. 
either because I do worry about that offensive line and I worry that team, every team is dependent on their quarterback and overly dependent on their quarterback to a degree in the NFL. But Seattle, one of the most dependent on him, not only with the passing game, but with his ability to run the ball. And if he takes a hit and he's out for an indefinite amount of time, that team is in big time trouble. Some teams can recover with the starting quarterback out for a couple games. I don't know if they can. So that's why I go to the top with the Rams and the 49ers. Yeah, I'm with you on Seattle about the only bet I might make there. And you have to lay a lot of wood, but over nine and a half wins, it's minus 150. But it just seems like Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll figure out a way to get to double digit wins season in and season out. And I'm absolutely with you that I don't know if I'm really hot on this team or cold. I'm somewhere in the middle. Uh, I'm with you on the 49ers and the Rams. I mean, it's really hard to argue against any team in this league, but I am a little bit higher on San Francisco than I am on Los Angeles. I really love the Rams. If you remember, Wes, I really loved the Rams last year. And they made quite a run. Got all the way to the game against the Green Bay Packers in the playoffs. And now, of course, they have an upgrade at quarterback. But it just feels to me, and you know how it is, when everybody is all over one team and they're the offseason darling, a lot of times I like to go the other way. And I think there might be some value on San Francisco because they fell off so much last year. And we know that was really in large part due to injury and COVID. Because they fell down so far, I think maybe that their numbers are discounted a little bit when, after all, this team is absolutely loaded. Well, you would anticipate a a rebound from San Francisco because I think, look, they had the Super Bowl hangover, which is very real, and they also had a lot of injuries and in, in with COVID-19, and they just – it got to be too much for this team. Now, the one question, obviously, you have maybe when is the quarterback controversy going to emerge? We keep hearing all these reports. Trey Lance has been dynamite in training camp that he might start sooner rather than later over Jimmy G. And I'm not sure how He's ready. He's the next Johnny Unitas, right? Isn't he? I'm yeah. I'm not sure how ready <laughs> he is yet. It's kind of like uh, I got to believe it a little bit when I see it. So. That's what brought me to the Rams, and the Rams actually drifted up to about 14 to one to win the Super Bowl. There's some places in town that have like eight to one. That's obviously way too low, but you know, I, I liked it when they drifted up, and I think a lot of it, some of the drift actually was because Cam Akers is going to be out uh, with with a knee injury. So I'm not as worried about that. I think Daryl Henderson, and I think they can obviously find somebody. In terms of camp, somebody gets released for a team if they need some depth at running back because we know the NFL now in 2021 in this day and age is running back by committee. It's not always necessarily one guy getting the ball 25 or 30 times. It's very much evenly dispersed. I would expect that's what Sean McVay and the new offensive coordinator Kevin O'Connell are going to do. By the way, two new coordinators for the Rams. Kevin O'Connell, the new offensive coordinator, Raheem Morris, now the defensive coordinator. He was previously with the Atlanta Falcons. So the Rams, the reason why I like them is because you're not only, I think, improving your quarterback position with Matthew Stafford, you're giving him something that he hasn't had for very often in his career. You're giving him a really good defense, and you're giving him a defense that can keep scores relatively at bay because if you remember Matthew Stafford in Detroit all those years, he always felt like he had to play catch-up, like he always had to play from behind and throw the ball 45 and 50 times a game. He's not going to necessarily have to do that with this team because you've got a Rams defense that's going to get stops. There's going to be games where 20 to 23 points may be enough to win games, and the pressure I don't think is on Stafford really that as much as we would think 
The running game I'm not as worried about because if you recall his years in Detroit with all the great numbers he put up, he only had a 1,000-yard back in one of those seasons. I can't remember the year, but it was Reggie Bush got over a 1,000 yards. So Matthew Stafford is used to not having this really dominant or productive running game. And, and I do like the Rams. Look, they're going for it right now. They traded a lot of draft picks. They got their cap pretty much cemented into just a couple, a few handful of players, really, on this roster. And they're absolutely going for it. Very good offensive line. Good receiving core. Cooper Cup is back healthy. You have Robert Woods. You have Van Jefferson. We'll see what Deshaun Jackson has left in the tank. Tyler Higby, a very good receiving tight end. So they're going to be strong up front. I think offensively they'll be very good. They may not put up the huge numbers you're used to seeing with the Matthew Stafford-led team, but I think that they're not going to have to because I think this defense is so good. Yeah, I agree with you about the running game. I think they will be okay there. And I just hate the fact that Cam Akers has been injured. Uh, I hope he is able to come back at some point during this season because I really like that kid. I was high on him in his rookie year out of Florida State, and uh, I'd like to see him continue to have success. But uh, unfortunate that he will be on the shelf for a while for Los Angeles. Uh, Quickly here, let's talk about the NFC East. The Dallas Cowboys are the favorite. And I think if you look at the top three teams on the odds, board in this division, the Dallas Cowboys, the Washington football team, and the New York Giants. I really think it's a toss-up. What do you think? We saw Dallas play in a preseason game the other night. How much can you really glean from that? But are you convinced that Dallas is going to run away with this division? I am not convinced that they're going to run away with this division. I think they're the rightful favorite. They have the most coming back, and they have the best quarterback in the division, that being Dak Prescott, who I believe is going to start throwing again this week. Of course, did not play in the Hall of Fame game and is at and is at a, a little setback with the injury. It, it seems like he's going to be fine at least for the opener. He's going to start throwing this week, but I'm not convinced of that. Number one, you have Washington, who does have the best defense in the division. They seemingly have an upgrade with Ryan Fitzpatrick, and everybody, if they're fading Dallas, seems like they're gravitating toward Washington. I'm not so sure, and a team that I do like a little bit more than a lot of people do are the New York Giants. And we talked about that the other day. They had that little scuffle in practice, Daniel Jones right in the middle of it. And when you see your quarterback kind of get in the middle of that, it's like, wow, you know, this guy's showing some leadership. We're going to follow this guy. They added a lot in terms of their personnel, I think, to really help that offense. And, you know, Saquon Barkley's health is going to be the key for this team. They're going to go, I think, where he's going to take them. He's one of the best running backs in the NFL. But they did upgrade that receiving core with – with uh, Kenny Galladay, who they got from Detroit. Of course, he was with uh, Stafford all those years. And you have Slayton, and you have Dante Bettis, and Sterling Shepard, and the like. So a little bit deeper in terms of the passing game, I think, for this team. And this defense, you know, was put in jail a lot last year because of uh, the offense just wasn't as productive. But this defense was a middle-of-the-pack defense that I think is only going to get better. So the New York Giants, I think, are the real team to watch a little bit down the pecking order here in the NFC East. Yeah, I'm with you. And uh, you meant, you failed to mention my Florida Gator there, Kadarius Tony. I right. think adding him to that receiving core is uh, a, a serious threat as well. All of that's going to help Daniel Jones. You mentioned Saquon Barkley's health. I think Daniel Jones is the big question, too. What kind of season do we get out of him? But I I think the point that we're making here is I think it's really a toss-up, and and the Giants are certainly worth a bet at a good price there to win the division because between them, the football team, and the Dallas Cowboys, I think it's almost a pick-em affair. We will come back and talk some more football on the other side. Mike Piranio, the director of race and sports here at the Mandalay Bay, will join us on the other 
side here as we kick off our number two inside the green zone presented by BetMGM. Stick with us at VEASAN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.